Coming up on this episode of The Unscrewed Mind, Rusty and I are talking about the universal law of reflection. Basically, anything you see in another person tells you a lot about what's going on inside of you. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Uh, welcome to ep- episode number 29. It is 29. So we're going with others or mirrors and just kind of how the law of attraction plays into your relationships okay, and the things that happen around it and the things that I've had change in my life. And um, that's about it. So good, good stuff. Uh, good information coming up here. I know that I have changed many relationships and it can be changed on a quick basis. You can quickly change the way that somebody is acting or receiving you if you are able to change. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to start off by saying that previously, you know, I've mentioned this before on other podcasts that I had a very competitive um, mentality about everything. So I was always thinking of another person in a competitive manner. You know, they're trying to beat me because I'm thinking along the lines of how I'm thinking is how the other person is thinking as well. And come to find out that was not true. 99% (laughs) of the time, that was just me. Mm-hmm. So, so just overall, when you look at and when you when you start studying law of attraction more and more, you start to hear things like, you know, the way that you feel on the inside is the way that the person is acting on the outside, or everyone is you pushed out, like Neville mm-hmm. says, or that you will notice that you have the same kind of a relationship coming back into your life over and over again. You'll hear people say that they keep dating a certain type of person and it seems like they always only attract all the bad ones or they only attract this type of person. Mm -hmm. And the law of attraction explains that so well. And it's because you have an expectation that you've set in your mind about the person or people that you've dated. So you're sitting there putting out Hey, I want, I don't want this type of person, but your subconscious is taking it in as you do want more of that type of person because that's all you're thinking about. Right. And so I've just seen it uh, happen in my life with managers, with relationships, with different people um, in my life, family, um, friends, and I've always kind of attracted the same type of individual as my friend. It's it's pretty funny. I, I'm a pretty um, loud person, I would say, mm-hmm. and all of my friends are on the quieter side, um, and a lot of them are looking to for me to me for something to happen on my end, and I'm looking for that as well, and so. The relationships are just very, very similar. Um, all of my friends, like I said, personalities are are very similar, and there, you know, it just is something that works um, just based on each of our personalities. It's, it's very, it's, it's very interesting. It's funny that you say that. I would say that all of my friends over my lifetime have all been um, bigger than me. You know, like not only taller, 
but obviously way more. I mean, part of that is because I'm slight. I'm a slight five yeah. seven, but also too, they all had um, very similar personality traits where, um, you know, they're loud, they're outgoing, you know, they're confident, um, they're extroverted, they're comfortable in every situation. And uh, I guess I surround myself with those kind of people so they can um, reach out and kind of pull me along and, um, you know, move me in the direction I wouldn't normally go by myself. Um, so it's, it's funny that you say that because I, I definitely have done that through my entire life as well. And, uh, you know, for people that know me and Matt that are on this uh, or watching this episode, it's, it's funny because Matt is when we're in any situation and it was a driving force behind us starting this podcast, we did, we wanted to do something on YouTube for years and it's because of I'm one part of the equation and Matt just takes it to the next level. And he, he just adds to the conversation no matter what area it's in. And it's just been, it's been a great, uh, we've had a great relationship just because of how well we interact with e each other. And it's been that way for years, even before us knowing anything uh, about the law of attraction or, or talking about um, spirituality or anything like that. But on the other hand, we have drastically changed who we are as individuals over the last year or two years. And it shows so much, but yet the things that I think are, are, are great about Matt are still here. Um, they're just in a different form. So it, it's interesting that people can change with you if mm. you allow them to. And you know what I mean? It's, yeah, I think, um, you know, as you raise your vibration and your frequency raises and you kind of change the way you think about things, uh, the people around you are going to do the same exact thing. I, I would say that when I started meditating, Carrie started meditating and then she's taken it to a whole new level where she's consumed way more information than I have. And she's, she's read way more authors and she's gone further than I have in, in the same amount of time. But I would say that I, I, I started that journey for her and you started that journey for me. You know what I mean? So I think that in the same way you doing what you did has caused me to change and lift myself up. You know, I think that a podcast like this can do the same thing for anyone else that, that sort of listens to it or that's, that's the hope of it. Anyway, I think this is a really interesting title uh, just simply because when you're looking into, um, you know, spirituality, when you're looking into the law of attraction, everyone talks about how um, those that you those that you surround yourself with or the people in your life are reflections of you and your personality. And in preparing for this episode, I, I did a lot of reading into like psychology and different terms and that sort of thing. So I think if like looking back over your life, Rusty, are like, are there certain types of people or certain, um, I guess, personality types or certain traits that have always rubbed you the wrong way or always used to rub you the wrong way? And now that you've sort of changed the way you feel about things or your mentality has changed, um, how is that different? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I would, I would uh, for sure have a lot of people in my life that were willing to compete with me or they unwillingly were competing with me <laughs> because I was competing. Um, and just boisterous person, somebody that would um, try to, you know, get me back or get at me for whatever reason. And I kind of looked at myself in high school and um, just 
throughout my my years in school as kind of the bully's bully, if you will. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I would have somebody that is doing this or that, and I would be able to do that to them. And it was just kind of, I thought of myself as a positive for doing that. In reality, I was just creating those events by my thoughts. So many times, um, I think the biggest thing to learn is that what you're sitting around thinking about another person is being transmitted to the subconscious mind and the subconscious mind is within everyone. And so that vibration that you're putting off is going to come across. And when you're having internal arguments with somebody, that internal argument is directly transmitted And that person is going to react like you have been talking to them like that, or you have been thinking about them in a negative way, if that's what you're doing. And it works just the opposite as well. So if you start thinking positive and how great a conversation will go with somebody, then it will change to that as well. So my internal battles are that, I can change the way that somebody reacts to me in a week's time usually is how long it takes to to really see the change because it's a consistency of thinking about it. However, if you have roadblocks in your mind or your subconscious mind that will not allow or if you want that person to take the step to fix the problem, mm-hmm. you're going to be waiting indefinitely. Yeah. Yeah. One thing. So in the reading I did uh, preparing for this, Sigmund Freud calls this projection, right? If there's there's something that you absolutely despise about someone else or that you can't stand, um, Freud calls this a defense mechanism that you use to avoid the anxiety of having to face your own weaknesses or faults. Right. So like the whole point of that is if if there is a certain type of person or personality trait that drives you crazy, is that something in that you have inside of yourself as well that you're just refusing to acknowledge and you're trying to keep below the surface? I mean, is that like a that's a part of your subconscious that you're not allowing the light to shine on and um, you know, you're avoiding working on it? Yeah, I you know, I think that there are negative and positive forces, of course. I, I don't think that everything is all glitter and gold all the time. I, I don't think that that's how it is. I think that there's things out there, but ignoring or removing those things from your life is so important. And I think we touched on that in the last episode. And you got to do the same thing with people because although you can change the way that they react to you, you may not necessarily be able to change the way they react to everything else. Mm -hmm. So if you've got somebody that's been doing something for years and years and years, and they're having that same type of conversation, you can, I know that everyone knows somebody out there that they haven't talked to in three, four, 10 years, and then they run into that person And it seems like not a day has passed. You have all these events that have happened in your life and they're talking about something that was from then. And it's like, because their day has been very similar, like they're on those tracks that we talked about um, in the, I think that was in the fake coin of heaven, wasn't it? People 
you you can't really fault a person for being on a track. They're being programmed, they're brainwashed, whatever way you want to call it, with this information, and they're stuck in a loop of thought process. So every day, if you're waking up and you're thinking, I wish this relationship was different, I wish I was different, but you're not thinking differently about yourself or thinking differently about that person, you're going to get the same results over and over again. The empathy and the love that I have for other people now versus prior is astronomical difference because I understand that the person sometimes is reacting to something specifically about me because of a thought that I've had or consistent thoughts that I've had. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, I know that they have a road that they're following that has nothing to do with me. And maybe I don't want that person in my life anymore because I don't want to hear about those types of things. And I'm not saying not to want the best for them, but sometimes you'll talk to people and you'll explain what I just explained right now, and they won't accept that. It's almost like they didn't even hear it. You know? Oh, yeah. And I've, I've talked to people over the past year and told them about what we're doing and it, and it kind of expressed uh, how the podcast is going or how the YouTube channel is working or any of that stuff. And it's, they don't even ask a follow-up question after it. It's like they just right past it because it's, right. I'm not comfortable talking about that. And this isn't the Matt that I'm used to talking to. Where's the, where's the Matt and Rusty I know from back in the day? And yeah. Um, you know, I think people who stay on the tracks are are wanting to stay in their comfort zone and people who don't resonate or respond to the new things that are going on in your life are trying to stay in that comfort zone too. And they want everything to stay the same. That's the that's the ego portion of it, right? Like you don't mm-hmm. want you don't want anything to change because change is the unknown and the unknown could be dangerous. Um, even though it also could be, you know, the greatest, the greatest thing that could, that could happen to you. So yeah. it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, I'm always surprised, like, cause for me, like it, it takes me getting out of my comfort zone to tell people personally what I'm doing, you know, like what, what I enjoy doing or what I'm trying that's new. And when I, when I actually get up the strength to do that and then people don't reciprocate, it's very weird. Like it's, it makes me wonder why I even worry about it because, that that person's not going to engage anyway. And then now that I'm saying that out loud, am I the person that's, is it me that's causing them not to engage? Because that's how I think it's going to go every time anyway. So now I'm confused. Now right. I have absolutely no idea what's happening. Or is it that you don't care what they possibly could be talking about when they do respond? Maybe, yeah. Maybe I'm the one that's trying to, maybe I'm the one that doesn't want the follow-up question because I don't know what I'm supposed to say at that point. I do think there's a there's a third distinction uh, you know, because you talk about, um, you know, it's possible that that you want them to change and it's possible that they are not going to change because they're stuck on the track. I think there's also kind of a third option where the the issue you have with someone doesn't have anything to do with them at all. And it's it's a repressed issue on your part that you need to deal with. And up until this point, you haven't. And right. um, again, the, the reading that I did um, talks about triggers. And if there's something that that triggers you all the time, that's possibly an unresolved issue from your past. Could be an indication that some shadow work needs to be done. Uh, but I think you really need to pay attention to how you're responding in in situations because that that's a mirror and that could tell you a lot about what's going on in your life. So I wonder, like, 
in, in preparing for this, I was thinking one thing that always triggers me is when people like eat with their mouth open, you know, or they like they make a lot of noise when they eat. Mm-hmm. If if they're just a mirror, what is like what happened to me deep down as a young person <laughs> that caused me to develop this just distaste for people doing that? Like, was I I don't remember being beaten as a child for that. Like, um, obviously, I was told to chew with my mouth shut, but I don't I don't remember it being like a particularly scarring thing that I should carry with me and impress on future generations. I just, I wonder what that means. What, what yeah. is Yeah. It's like, um, I, I know what you mean. You, you, you know, people are upset about things that they've been conditioned to be upset about mm-hmm. and it doesn't make any sense. I, I've caught myself numerous times, um, n- uh, uncountable numbers of times over the last few years being upset, um, about this or that. I I mean, I used to get angry when somebody would cut me off in the car or um, drive how I don't think they should drive or whatever it is. Dude, can I, can I I pause you there real quick? Yeah. Yesterday there's, there's only two main roads in my neighborhood and I'm on the back road. Yeah. Someone flashes their lights and it's like, I know there's a cop. So I slow down. There's a cop car. There is a car behind it and there's me. And in the middle of the road is the snapping turtle the size of a television like he's gigantic <laughs> yeah and the cop is in his trunk getting stuff out because he's got to move this giant turtle from one thing to the other and it looks like a freaking dinosaur yeah so, so i'm stopped and i gotta wait for oncoming traffic to come through and it there's like seven cars and each one of them is just like moving as so slow like they're trying to watch the cop pick it up and then they kind of speed off and this one woman stopped yeah she stopped and she just sat there and normally i'm like i got nowhere to be baby i'm good but yesterday like i just, i'd had a rough morning and i was like will you please no out the way and i just like it came and i couldn't stop it i couldn't yeah. stop it and then after it came out i was like they can't hear you matt yeah oh and, they're and here they can hear you you just wasted all that energy <laughs> for no reason yeah. and uh like i just i can't believe that it slipped out when normally that kind of stuff just doesn't bother me so i think uh part of spiritual awakening Um, you'll also, a lot of people pick up, uh, what they call empath or the ability to feel other people's feelings. I think Mm -hmm. it isn't that what it's called empath. And I was watching stuff on YouTube and I was reacting how the people on YouTube were reacting to stuff. Like, you know, like I was watching, uh, I can't remember if it was like, um, somebody had sent me something like the people were, uh, acting crazy in stores or getting mad about nothing. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't remember what it's called. Uh, like but, Karen reactions or something. Yeah. Something like that. And I could just feel after I had watched it that I had that feeling inside of me. And so that really makes it clear to you or to everyone once you start, you know, looking into it and listening to your thoughts and seeing what your thoughts are, that's why it's so important for you to watch what you watch and watch what you read and watch what you consume. Because there's a point in time where you're trying to learn how to control your thoughts, but you still haven't really gotten it. Mm -hmm. So you're absorbing stuff and you're reacting to that stuff and you can't reject it. In the last few months, I've started able, I've started 
being able to reject anything that I want by just simply thinking about it and rejecting, rejecting it. Mm-hmm. And it works for anything and everything that you can think of, whether it's a relationship problem or if it is just something, a negative thought that keeps popping in your head. If you feel that popping in your head, reject that, immediately reject it. Because one, you're able to see what you're thinking. And two, you're able to discard something that you would react to previously. Mm-hmm. So that's part of the relationships as well. When somebody does something that you don't necessarily care for, you have an opportunity to react or reject. And, you know, I understand there's buildup of days on these kind of things. And sometimes we'll, we'll lose control because you are still a human being. I mean, you still, but you're getting something from a higher place and you have the ability to reject it if you're in control. So, so So do you think my reaction in traffic was me channeling the reaction of the people behind me? And I was just, uh, I was a megaphone for that. I mean, it, it, I think that, uh, it definitely plays a role. There's a connection between every one of us. And that's why there's so many things that people will bandwagon on that they may not necessarily agree with until you see every person doing it. And then you're like, okay, well, I can listen to the, you know, I can do that. Yep. And then one thing, one thing that I um, came across last night, it's an acronym, which um, I thought was really interesting. And I, I want to give them credit because I didn't see it anywhere else in any, anything I was reading. It was from Story Bones Online. Okay. And the acronym is PRIDE. And it, this is basically if, if you're in a situation where you're being triggered by something, then you should use PRIDE to um, find out if there's something about this situation that kind of holds a truth about you that you should work on. And mm. the acronym stands for the P is pause, right? Reflect, identify, deepen, and empower. Mm. And, you know, essentially, when you get triggered, rather than immediately react and go down the same road that you've been down a thousand times, take some time to, again, pause and reflect on what it is about this situation that's causing you to get triggered reflect and maybe identify what it is about your personality that kind of is the hidden gem in all this, deepen your understanding about yourself, and then empower yourself to let go of whatever uh, is holding you back and you're hanging on to and um, allow yourself to kind of grow in this situation and become a better person. Um, yeah. I, I just thought that that was a really interesting acronym. I didn't see it anywhere. And um you know, how different would my life be or even yours, Rusty, if instead of reacting to something immediately, like I always do, if I, if I were able to pause and figure out why I'm reacting that way in this situation, I think life would have been a lot smoother for me all the way up until now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Letting go, you know, we've talked about several, um, high level things, um, in spirituality and the law of attraction, that are are so important and combining them all together, um, you know, saying letting go with past of, past events, you know, that's part of it too. It's kind of like the shadow work. And, you know, you don't really understand what letting go is until you've let go of something. Um, that's the best way I can explain it because I said, I, I was thinking about things in the past and I was saying, you know, I'm, they don't bother me anymore, but they really did still bother me. Mm -hmm. And then 
changing just the things that I think about on a daily basis is what really pushed those things out of my reality. So it was letting go of it from uh, a time investment as well. Because mm-hmm. you you have things that pop up, and if you let those things pop pop up and stay up, that's one thing. But if you let them pop up and say not interested in it, then mm-hmm. you're going to quit getting those kind of things pop up. It's kind of like the pop ups on a computer. You know, put the pop yeah. up blocker on on that specific <laughs> on that specific thing. Mm-hmm. If you've got a relationship that's out there right now that you're having an issue with, if you're not feeling loved or if you're not able to find that special person that you've been looking for, you need to ask yourself a few questions. Uh, One of which is, is how much do you love yourself currently right now? Um, Figure out the answer to that. Truthfully, you may need to write the answer a couple of times and reread that answer because you will lie to yourself to make yourself feel better. And another thing is, is ask yourself, what are my thought processes around that person on a daily basis? Am I thinking of all the positive things that are going to happen with us together? Or am I harping on something that happened many years ago? And is that creating the reactions that I'm getting from that person on a daily basis? And you will soon find out that you are thinking a lot of things and repeating them in your mind that mm-hmm. you thought you may have let go of. It's 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 truly incredible. And if you're wanting that other person that's out there to make a change, why don't you make a change and just see if something changes with them? Become a part of the Unscrewed Mind by following us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Unscrewed Mind. Also, feel free to email Rusty and I. Our address is unscrewedmind at gmail.com. Tell us what you thought of the show, pitch a subject for a future show, or just say hi. And until next time, stay grateful.